Kuntele tämä. Talomi es kerto kaiken. Kaikki mut wifi vilmustat ovat kyra. Oh, that was. I have absolutely butchered that. That's better than most people speaking Finnish, you know. I don't. I don't. I don't really know what I've said there. So if it's highly offensive, I'm just going to blame you, see. So can you blame me for? Doesn't work that bit, man. Didn't just give you some words to kind of like I'm a big ballerina or something like that. Is that what it is? Like, well, he's given he's given me the English translation, but I'm not sure if I trust it. So <laughs> so apparently, what I said there was: listen to this. The janitor tells it all. And then the last little bit was all other Wi-Fi vendors are crap. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was the bit that I butchered most. <laughs> so. It was quite good. It was impressive. Cheers. Well, you see, welcome. Welcome to the pub. Thank you, Mr. Jones. Much appreciate that. Quite a pub you have, I see. Uh, yeah, well, thanks. I, I'm hanging the boxes up in the background. So. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit too drunk last night, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. So don't, don't let that put you off. But um, other than that, yeah, it's all good. Right. So what are we drinking? You see, what, what have you got? What are you drinking tonight? I'm pretty much the, what's these days, the Finnish national drink, which would be gin and tonic. Except I'm drinking it from a cup I drank coffee from earlier, so it's like a brownish uh, colored <laughs> gin and tonic. But you know, anything for the oh. extra caffeine, I guess. That's that's because Dan doesn't bother washing his cups in the pub. Yeah, so we we resort to mugs. Dishwasher's broke. Yeah, so <laughs> so so is the washing machine. Sometimes there's things that grow in the cups and you can eat. So he, oh. he, he looks he looks after you that way as well. <laughs> That's you know, Dan is a fun guy. <laughs> oh, God. Ryan, what are you drinking? Um, so, as I alluded to before, I'm more Yorkshire than Christian now because I make Yorkshire puns. And I've also gone for rum and coke. Oh, he's trying the, to the take fa- over. The famous, the famous Yorkshire drink. <laughs> you know, the, the Navy sailors used to pull into the port of Hull and actually the... <laughs> With all the rum and start selling it Jesus, to people they like used Halifax, to dump yeah. the, They used to dump the prisoner of wars off in fucking Hull. They did, and then they took them to Halifax to get them guillotined. <laughs> Halifax invented the guillotine, a little known fact. There you it, go. It wasn't, it wasn't called that. It was called that the head chopper offer or something like that. We didn't know friends, but... <laughs> As you do. Every day is a school day here at the Wireless Pub. So. <laughs> not, not in Yorkshire. <laughs> Christian, what are you drinking? Yuan vodka. Is that That's Finnish? Finnish. Yeah, it means <laughs> I am drinking vodka. Nice. The bit I like okay. is I only have to remember one word. Just straight. You're just drinking vodka straight. No, you? Oh, God, I'm going to have to Google this. Uh, Yuan Coca-Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so vodka and Coke you've got. Yeah, what? yeah. Have you run out of rum or something? Is that why? 
No, I think I mentioned it a few weeks back. I don't. Rum doesn't have the desired <clears throat> effect anymore, so I've gone for really cheap vodka. It's like twelve pound okay. fifty for a liter, and oh. um, the hangovers oh. are nasty, but it works. Sputnik vodka. Is your breath in the morning strip paint by any chance after drinking yeah. that vodka? I'll tell you what, actually, I, can't strip I, anything have, else. I have practiced a little bit of finish, and it does concern Christian's breath. <laughs> okay, go for it. Let's, wait, 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 let, let's, let's see if, if from your speech, whether you see you can figure out what you've actually said. Right, two seconds. I'm gonna have to. I'm <laughs> gonna have to get in the character here. Right. Well, while you're doing that, Just... Alan, what are you drinking? Mina Olin Duomas Alta. Right. Are you ready? Have you got any? Have you got any idea what you said there? No, that was my really bad impression of Mina Olin, which is I am, and then this word, which is Duomasa Alta. I am drinking beer, is what it. Yeah, you did it actually quite well. You did it quite well. Yeah. They say I'm really good at accents on the podcast. My Welsh one. Do you want to hear my Welsh one? No, why not? Are you ready for mine? No, we're out. Go on. You ready? Christian Hila on donkey breath. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell was that? Christian has donkey breath. Have you been to see a psychiatrist today? Have you? He put a lot of effort into that, to be fair. I've got a lot of insults lined up, so I'm just going to wait until I can queue them up and I'm just going to let rip. All right, let's mute Ryan for the rest of the night. <laughs> right, well, I, Alan, you didn't actually say what you are drinking. What are you drinking? It's uh, a beer. Sintao. I do get Sintao. Sintao. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Sintao. Sintao. You want some? <laughs> I am drinking Tiny Rebel. Kutch. I went to their brewery yesterday and it is quality, quality stuff. This is a Welsh red ale. That's a beer can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's the most soda looking beer can I have ever seen in my life. What is it? What is it called, you see? This one? Yeah, what did you call it? You called it a what? Bacon. Why are you calling it bacon? Beer can. This episode was supposed to be. This episode was supposed to be about me mocking your finish and not the <laughs> other way around, guys. It's going way downhill. We're sort of five minutes in. We've insulted how many races so far. No, this is this is going down badly. So, does anyone know what kutch means? It means pug. No, <laughs> it means <laughs> hug, cuddle. That's what I said. Kutch. You have a kutch. But it's spelled C W T C H. So a W in Welsh is a vowel. Yeah, it's two U's. W. Yeah. Brilliant. That's where W came from. W. (laughs) Well, it used to be double. It's V V, isn't it? Double V is the same in France. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But anyway, you right. see, it's that colourful because that's how we in- stop children from wanting alcohol. Um, you should see the cigarette packets. They've got flowers <laughs> coming out of them and <laughs> balloons on them and everything. Oh, this yeah. This is not true. <laughs> this is not true. Yeah. You see, I'm loving the light show you've got going on behind you. What have you got stacked up on your shelf there? Good question. I have some home lab stuff in here. Um, 
I don't know how much you can see, but uh, there's an ultra wide band uh, RTLX server and then a couple of switches and a, and a couple of routers and, and that kind of how stuff. But how much stuff have you got plugged in at home? <laughs> way too much, I guess. I, have, I, I definitely have a problem uh, with all this stuff. But it's um, coming back from like, uh, you know, RF testing, home lab was pretty pretty straightforward all you essentially needed was a few adapters and a, and a sidekick and a laptop but now you know with all the things that bring it's it's gotten a bit out of hand i love it it's quality i've just got one ap you know <laughs> just going old school alan hasn't even got an enterprise ap he's just got a crappy old netgear thing it is else that's what we found out last week wasn't it Al? No, we, we, we didn't. Uh, we're not releasing that episode ever. Oh, we not? <laughs> no. Why not? I listened back to it and Ryan's audio was awful and your intelligence of home Wi-Fi and Sky wasn't very good. So <laughs> okay. I'm going to save you the embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> so so what's the percentage of, of episodes that actually airs uh, out of the ones you do? <laughs> we'll be doing all this, this all year and we're on number... 11, uh, is it 12 or 13? We missed the number 15, out for some reason. 15, 15, we're on now. Yeah. And we're, we're over half, halfway through the year there. Yeah. So um, sometimes we'll record and then we won't publish <laughs> for various reasons. We've done a few of those, haven't we? Where we've recorded a few and I don't know why we never republished them. Maybe we're just saving them for later blooper reel at the end of the year or something like that well that could be good that could Take be the worst cool. cuts of, of the <laughs> wow. forbidden episode there's a lot of material for bloopers and the worst cuts than you see in that case because pretty much every episode that's been published is qualifies yeah <laughs> yeah we got lost absolutely <laughs> we have we have we have so so you see your new company your new role what are you what what are you doing I missed. What is what is your job? You know, I was afraid that this <laughs> this question <laughs> might come up. <laughs> well, first of all, I, I don't know if it qualifies as a as a new role, but it's it's uh, been what nine months yeah. already or something like that. So it's time has definitely flown. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't know. It's it's yet another one of those janitorial roles, but but um definitely definitely plenty of like pro- product marketing stuff uh I, I i would say i guess that qualifies uh you know uh everything from uh, wlpc to to this kind of stuff to to you know product uh helping out with product development helping out with marketing uh, you know some some sales uh related uh sc re- activities i have some customers i'm looking after and you, you know it's it's a whole whole slew of things really uh but i guess my role has never been very well defined but it's definitely very different uh from my previous job as well uh so so I, what was I, your previous job you see what was my previous job um i was at a uh, wi-fi company as well uh they made wi-fi network design tools i don't know if you if you heard of it uh a company called ekahau oh i thought it was net ali sorry uh no 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 that was that was that well that was kind of simultaneously i, I was their double agent and and feeding all the information to net ali but but still uh, they somehow managed to you know i thought you were a triple agent <laughs> 
and working with IB Wave as well because you were really well. I was doing that as well, but but you know that we we were not supposed to talk about that one. Oh, sorry. Oh, I've just I'm just reading the script now. It says do not mention IB Wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 you know, we'll leave it out. And, we'll uh, edit that this, out. this will be yet another unpublished episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, f- we'll fix it in post. That's what Alan's good at. In in terms of in terms of Mist, you've just announced your Marvis for the Wired Assurance stuff now. That's something that's that's new out, isn't it? On your guys. yeah, there's there's been plenty of stuff. The the thing at Mist is it things move pretty quickly. Um, I mean, the whole Wired Assurance uh, has been developing very quickly. So so for those of you who don't know what that is, is Essentially, like Mist used to be pure Wi-Fi play. Juniper acquired Mist, and now uh, you know Juniper switches are both like monitored, AI monitored, and uh, managed also from the Mist UI. So it's you could say that the whole whole user experience for the switches is fully Mistified, and now the same is kind of starting to happen to routers as well as there's already this AI WAN was was published at, at uh, MFD and all that. So so definitely like uh, the the monitoring uh, and the AI stuff is is hitting the Juniper boxes as well, which I think makes sense. I mean, it's solid hardware uh, and then you throw in like the missed user experience and, and AI feed telemetry information from the switches to the cloud, it, you know, kind of makes sense to me. So... Is it is it going to get to the point where everything Juniper is managed by the Mist dashboard, and or will you still be able to do things, you know, the the old Juniper way? Or absolutely, CLI and and Junos. I think Junos is a is a really solid platform, and that's been one one uphill battle for me, for example, to learn learn Junos and all that stuff. And and if you can see, there's like a lot of gray hair actually around and on top of these switches, and that's because uh, of Junos. But but yeah, absolutely, Junos co- continues to be there one hundred percent. So if you want to configure it through CLI for sure. And uh, although uh, kind of the strategy is that things will be going to the mist in terms of AI user experience, um, monitoring management, uh, I don't see like, for example, data center uh, equipment being managed from mist uh, very quickly. Uh, I mean, it's it's a very, very, very long road. Uh, We still have a long road to tackle all of enterprise even let alone data center yeah yeah nice um okay so it, in in terms because because obviously you've you've got mist and mist is wi-fi and kind of ai dashboard then you've got juniper so juniper don't have any ap's but they have switching Correct. routing or you know all that kind of stuff so are they going to stay completely separate is is there always going to be a mist they're always going to be a juniper i know mist is a juniper company but are they staying separate or is there a is there a plan long term to kind of merge those together they they are uh you know merging together slowly especially in terms of enterprise and uh actually the bu where i'm working at these days is actually called ai driven enterprise which is not just mist uh 
Wi-Fi, it is also uh, Juniper switches and, and Juniper SRX routers and, and stuff like that. So it's it's now AI-driven enterprise. And and uh, Sujai, who used to head uh, Mist, now heads the AI the entire AI-driven enterprise BU. Okay. Nice. So Mist aren't going to drop their name anytime soon then? Juniper yeah, I, aren't going to rebrand I, I, I wouldn't products. know. That's that's above my pay grade for sure. <laughs> uh, but I haven't seen any, any indications that direction well, well maraki hasn't dropped its name Aruba exactly that's his name from hp's acquisition and whether or not you'll see error hive dropped probably best if they were dropped from extreme's portfolio let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> but, but have they already i mean haven't they aren't they pretty much now just extreme or what's i i haven't been following their marketing and communication extreme's messy one really messy. Is. nobody else <laughs> Ryan got the qualification, didn't you? Never used I, I did the training course um, for both switching and wireless. And um, it's it's ridiculous. It's so not integrated. It still talks about Motorola and Motorola right. ways. Even in the textbooks, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, even the instructor says, oh, this is the Motorola way of doing things. And it, it was better at doing it at Motorola way for this. Um, that's just something it's not great the UI is terrible Peter swears by the uh, the Motorola platform I can't remember what it's called now um, you'll be able to tell me Ryan what? the Motorola platform Peter always goes on about it says it, it was fantastic but it's called Airwave or something I can't remember now never used it no Wing was Motorola Wing that's uh, the one wing yes. <laughs> Airwave Wing yeah. Uh, Airway was was uh, what Aruba acquired Aruba, ten, yeah. ten years ago, right? But and Air Defense was Motorola's uh, IDS, right? I know. You see, um, I have a little bit more finish for you. Oh, I quote unquote look forward to hearing it. <laughs> oh, you will, because <laughs> I've been practicing this one as well. So it's you see, Voyunkosada Sumu Hupalin. <laughs> Uh, I understood like uh, Voinko Sada, which is like, can I have, but then... You... Yeah. Um, hold on, let me listen to it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sumu Hooperin. Ibuprofen. Sumu. I'm going to have to just put it in the chat. <laughs> the, third, the, third, <laughs> the first Georgie. That's how, that's how good it was. <laughs> Sumu Hooperin. Don't blame me. Blame Google. Ah. So, so can I have a mist hoodie? Yes, that's the one. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. So you even translated mist into Finnish. Uh, Absolutely. Wow. Sumo. <laughs> I've never even thought of that, but yeah, it is sumo. We can talk about sumo from now on. So, so I can share, you know, all the things that are under NDA because it's not mist, right? It's just <laughs> that's a, it, yeah. a fictitious company called Sumo that I'm talking about. <laughs> and the hoodie you send, Ryan, absolutely has to say that. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'll tell you what, that I would, would quite happily write where a hoodie that says sumo on it because nobody would ever know any difference. They'd just say, yeah, it's a sumo wrestler. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, 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 but, they would say that. Look at him. <laughs> little fat penguin over in the corner there. He is right. He's nappy again. <laughs> yeah. I've, um, do, you want to, do you want to see my finish? I don't want to see you finish. Ready? Here we, watch, watch. Here it is. <laughs> Great podcast material. Well, the there, <laughs> some, yeah. That was, that was taking liquid 
encouragement before he goes. Um, no, that was me finishing my beer bottle. That's that what was... I was talking about. <laughs> oh, that, that was your finish, huh? That was my best finish so far. Pretty no, good, uh, but it should be vodka. Oh, so, that's that's uh, that's lethal <laughs> for me. I'm not a I'm not a you fan of vodka. <laughs> One vodka, exactly. <laughs> I mean, so you see, vod- vod- vodka. See on Oikin Mukava. Me voidaan pitää tämä koko podcast suomeksi, koska teillä menee niin hyvin tuon suomen kielen kanssa. You got that? Yeah. I, I said we can, uh, you know, have this entire podcast in Finnish because it's going so well for you guys. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, enough of Dan's boring questions. Is Marvin <sighs> ever going to take my job? <laughs> please, please say yes. It's, don't we hear this question also at every MFD? And and <laughs> you know, uh, actually, at we, I think there was discussion about this at MFD. So, um, what is the quote like? Uh, the a I, I don't even recall it but but the job of ai is really to take the robot out of a human so i think like repetitive tasks and mm. super that, simple job. tasks uh yeah yeah, yeah my job. Sa- same here same here so the <laughs> answer is yes it will take our jobs yes but the, ac- but the actual experts uh i think their jobs are pretty safe uh, is is there a way that we can like turn on Marvis just for our users but no one else gets to see it because then we can just we can just say all the things that Marvis has said that we need to fix we can just be like oh I've done my weekly review and uh, these are the things that we need to change please raise a support ticket that's my auto reply you know you <laughs> should go to ideas.mist.com and just uh, tonight just feed it with all these you, you, you know uh, ideas after a couple of beers and then we'll wake up tomorrow and start reading those ideas and processing them and hmm these dan jones and alan blake guys have really been active and and you know i'm gonna record them and finish (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly actually do that put in like several like decent ideas but run them through google translates and yes. just put them there and see if anybody notices i will ignore them deliberately and then i'll see if you know some internal discussion pops up yeah that's good. dear sumo <laughs> dear sumo yeah so is is marvis then all about what mr pushing then that that's the kind of focus as a I don't know, an initiative, a product. That's that's where the world is going. That's where the product line is going. They want to develop more of the AI integration. They want it to, I guess, take away the mundane stuff, take the robot out of the human. And that is that what the focus is from this pretty much rather than it producing APs because APs can just do what APs normally do. You know, what, what can you do to advance them other than put in a new protocol like AX, for example. But in terms of, your opinion is is that what the focus is for Miss now to really develop this AI and make it much better than what it is and just get better and better and better? I think there's no one without the other, and uh, the recent announcements at MFD are a good uh, indication of of you know both. So we released what four new APs, a wall plate, couple of like lo- not not flagship APs, but but a notch lower uh, in terms of price point and capability, and then we released a new outdoor AP, all AX, all all you know top of 
the line. Uh, and I don't know if you've been following like recruitments, but uh, we've we've uh, been hiring some ex, uh, you know, name name a big Wi-Fi vendor or or a couple here, uh, AP hardware developers and firmware developers and all of that as well. So APs are very much a focus at MIST, uh, and and I think like solid Wi-Fi foundationally is number one, right? But if if you look at like where the world is going and where MIST sees Wi-Fi should be going as well, is is like take let's let's look at a, a typical enterprise network. The, the there just isn't enough CWNEs in this world to make good Wi-Fi if we keep uh, the hard to configure manual controller based you, you know uh, compatibility matrices all of that if we keep all of that there just isn't enough cwnes in this world to make good wi-fi happen for every enterprise so something has to be done and i think uh, machine learning uh, is and ai are the best bets to automate all those tasks that can be automated so that we can have enough cwnes uh, you, you know to to uh, fix and and maintain all the enterprise uh, do you think do you think Marvis could be a CWNE? It's a good question right there. Mm. I don't know. Like Bob Bob Friday is a big fan of like like how you you see how Watson plays Jeopardy yeah, for Watson, example, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and he loves that, and he would like love Marvis to also play on the All Star level, and he talks about Jeopardy, but I yeah I I like that more like. Uh, you know, Marv is becoming a CWNE, but he needs, you know, what is the requirement? Five years of Wi-Fi experience. Well, Marvis is starting to have that. Three, but, uh, three, three. Oh, oh, just three. So, so that would be a checkbox. Uh, he needs to take some exams, though. I mean, he'll ace them, yeah. won't he? Let's be honest. And, and, and do doesn't like two minutes. <laughs> but he has to also like write some blogs and stuff, I guess. Yeah. How, yeah. how do you know it's a he? <laughs> Oh, sorry. Exactly. Can, can, can we call it a she so that it's both? A what? A she. A she. A she? <laughs> sorry, it's a he and a she. A oh. she. Haven't you heard a of her? She. She. She's slightly different <laughs> no, over here, my <laughs> They are. They are that. Uh, That's two new me, phrases I've heard today. Let, let me get some more uh, gin right here. A <laughs> she. <laughs> <laughs> So in terms of AI, you see, um, is AI completely in-house, is developed in-house, or is there some external modules that, because I just want to... We buy how... it from Meraki. And, <laughs> well, and <all> we... Absolutely <laughs> terrible. Don't, but, don't get Ryan started on Meraki. Oh, <laughs> but how does it compare with the likes of Niantza? Now, Niantza is... AI driven products for Wi-Fi, but I just find it interesting that it's being bought by because it's not a Wi-Fi VMware. Tool. Now, given you shut your mush, you be quiet. Now, given the <laughs> fact that it's being given, bought by VMware, which is very much uh, data center focused and on-prem hardware infrastructure, wouldn't that be interesting? Uh, a sort of correlation between like traditional Juniper and the stuff in the data center and the level of AI that. My answer can bring. Okay, so there was there was a lot of questions uh, there, and and a lot of good points that you raised, Ryan. So so uh, if we start with, is it all in house? Yes, but AI, uh, of course, like when 
this is my understanding, but when data scientists do AI, of course they use ready-made tools and methodologies and, and, and all this kind of stuff. And there's tons of libraries and, and all this stuff available frameworks that you use. But yes, MIST's uh, thing is uh, indeed, it's not just marketing, but this AI is at, at the very core. I mean, the product people and R&D sit right next to the data science team. So, so the, you know, for example, the product people are in continuous contact with the data scientists to, to you know, because data science itself isn't anything unless you have good quality data and domain knowledge on the subject. So our data scientists are also pretty damn good at Wi-Fi because they have to be. Otherwise, you, you know, it would be a great data science engine, but it wouldn't be that good of a, of a Wi-Fi AI system. But yeah, that's, it's very much at the core of the system. And how is it different from Nyanza's? I don't know uh, for a couple of reasons. I've never tried Nyanza myself, and I don't know how Nyanza has been made from the but but the idea you're absolutely right, Brian. I, I think in a, in a sense that both have a strong AI focus. Uh, I'm I'm a big believer in in the infrastructure has all the information, and and a big believer in not having to tap into different places and not having you know separate boxes to process the AI. I think one system, uh, just the APs and the cloud, has to be enough for this, uh, and and you get the best quality data. But so, so what happened to Nyanza anyway? So it was acquired by VMware. Was the was the acquisition like how much did they pay for it? Was it was it announced? No idea. It was it was a ridiculous amount of money. But and all that. the answer isn't. I, I never really saw it as a Wi-Fi company. I know that's where the focus was, but it was taps on the wire at the end of the day, wasn't it? It wasn't sensors in the air and like that. And the whole point behind it was, you know, no deal by these sensors. Well, people are. But it sat on the wire, and I think that's what VMware acquired them for was the the ability to capture and analyze traffic to show you know results or issues or whatever, rather than what they do with wireless. And I think the the VMware view of the answer is that it's very much going to move into their SD one portfolio, as opposed yeah. to the wireless portfolio, and all the you know analytics it captures on the wire is going to feed into an SD one type uh, provision rather than wireless. So I think their core focus has shifted quite a lot or it will be about it will it will shift shortly sorry so you see one of the things that i'd quite like to see the fact that you've got all this um data from all these you know hundreds of thousands of networks whatever all over the world um i don't know if you've seen a company called backblaze but they do like a um they release like data on hard drives so they they because they buy loads of consumer grade hard drives and then they basically tell everyone hey these are the one. These are the hard drives to buy because out of all the hundreds of thousands of hard drives we've bought, these last the longest. They have the less less error rates, all that type of stuff. It'd be really cool if Mist could release some anonymized. You know, this is how many AX clients we're seeing on our networks across the world. You know, and, and in the US it's this number, in the EU it's this number. Um, you know, all those types of things. Yeah, Nyanza had Boyan's Live, right, which had had those kind of statistics. Yeah, yeah, but, I think but was... I'd like, but I'd like to see that from the air. You know, if that makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, and I. I really think that was a genius marketing move. And I made a couple of genius marketing moves 
uh, from the Wi-Fi perspective. One was Boyan's Live, and and other one was in general hiring uh, GT Hill to to harness the <laughs> the like community and storytelling and and that kind of stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed Boyan's Live, but since it's already there, uh, we like is there enough? I'm a big believer, like when it comes to products, not Mist is not my baby, and this is not my call to make. Let's just make that hundred percent clear. But yeah. but uh, in terms of this kind of stuff, I think it's like if we can't make it a lot differentiated, a lot better than than what's already out there, there's no point in doing that. So so uh, unless we can come out with something like Boyan's Live, but a trillion times different and better than than you know, I, I would go after it. And, and if there's ideas on how to do that, I think they would be much more than welcome. And there is indeed so much data that it should be also used for public good. Like, like vendor books, for example, new version of Windows 10 has been updated. They're having all these DHCP problems and we've got all this data anonymously from our clients. This is the information you need. Do what you want with it. But I would recommend you don't upgrade. As an example, that would be a good story to see on the mistache board, isn't it? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Right now, all of that information is just used by uh, you know, our, our own uh, to make things happen. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So um, I saw recently that you've got new training that's happening from that Peter McKenzie. That is correct. That is correct. So, so for as as you know we have the online course and then we have a couple of different api courses online and, and all that stuff uh, but mist has been lacking this like on site almost a week just a deep dive into into the product and uh, and not not like uh not a hardcore like uh, course but more more like this is how it works this is how it's fundamentally different this is how you interpret uh you, you know our what's called sles for example service level expectations this is how marvis actually works uh this is how you configure the system and and all that kind of stuff i mean on the surface mist is actually pretty easy so so like the basic setup i'm sure you've used uh, our system most of you anyway mm -hmm. it's it's pretty straightforward but but uh but when you when you start like digging under the hood and and wanting to understand how 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 the actual system you know operates all of that stuff let alone apis or automation that kind of thing so uh, you know location tracking that's when you probably want to want to go through the course but it's four days uh, made entirely pretty much by well it's made by peter mckenzie and then the juniper uh team has uh, juniper education services has has helped him out uh but it was it's essentially a peter project and peter will also be teaching the course and we are getting more trainers as we speak so what you get from it in terms of once you've taken the course is it a certification or is it just a training course to give you a certificate uh, there there is a certification that that is uh you know tied with that yeah, yeah. so a proctored exam at the end or is it just peter giving you a high five saying Congratulations. No, it's, it's a proctored <laughs> exam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then does, does it give any remuneration to the person who's certified? Do they, you know, if you're like me, 
you take the course, you become certified mist engineer or Juniper engineer, whatever it's classified as. Is there any incentives for me other than just being able to use the product and obviously sell my skill set to actually work on mist? But is there any type of incentives like Cisco used to do with, you know, being able to, you know, for I guess bars to, you know, get discounts from mist products, that kind of stuff. Is there any type of kind of incentive program that you guys are pushing uh, in parallel with this course, like every other vendor does pretty much with their own? That's a really good question. And the first answer is, I don't know. And secondly, at least we should have some fun uh, fun with, with uh, everybody who's certified every now and then, uh, even if it was just like silly online events or, or whatever, like get on-site gatherings once they're possible. Uh, but I don't know, but I need to ask. So I'll definitely... Uh, take that oh there is one thing uh so so your when you get certified alan uh your, your contact information is fed into our ai and then our ai starts like bombarding your bosses and their bosses bosses you know about you needing a race uh so, so it <laughs> yes. will actually ai will craft this recommendation letter hey this uh, have you seen alan lately like he's been performing pretty well and all, all you that stuff. don't need that information his phone number and email address is written all over the bus stops you'll <laughs> get picked up by uh and his ai for that <laughs> it's good that you're doing it i guess because there isn't anything at the minute for mist it's um it's pretty dry and i think it's a good idea and i know peter's been working it considerably for pretty much throughout the lockdown period it was almost as if yeah. the lockdown was perfect timing for him i feel because it <laughs> focused because there wasn't any other distractions for him to do and he couldn't really go anywhere and travel and teach like he normally does so I think it absolutely was a- and apparently he also has a day job that he still needs to go to and <laughs> and he's pretty active in a lot of places as we know so so you know i don't know how he pulls it all off but but the course magic. turned out really good yeah magic indeed <laughs> well I, I guess on a on a similar subject there's a lot of free juniper training on juniper's website and mist have their own free training course as well which is actually quite good i've been through it myself um so anybody listening if anybody does listen, um, <laughs> you know, get on, get on uh, what is it, learningportal.juniper.net. And there's, uh, I think the missed one is through the, oh, I can't remember the name of it now. But uh, it's on the missed website. Yeah, manage.mist.com. Yeah, 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 just manage.mist.com, create an account. You don't need any APs or anything like that. Uh, but Alan apparently is happy to give his if, uh, you know, anybody needs an AP. Have any APs from this? In terms of price point for the training, you see. I did get um, the um, I did get the email because um, I'm a Juniper partner, um, yeah. so I got you the personally. Email say, me personally, yeah. <laughs> I'm a one. A bit of a tongue twister for you, a Juniper partner. Juniper partner. He's a partner of everyone: Meraki, Aruba, Cisco, Ruckus, which is now in Caps. Oh. <laughs> Being renamed now in Caps is Ruckus. Ruckus! Uh, so in terms of <laughs> in terms of price point, I noticed it was around about the three thousand euro mark. Yeah, yeah, it's something along those lines. Uh, but if you tell tell them that you're a you know big shot in the Wi-Fi industry, I think they can <laughs> slap another ten ten quid on top of the price. <laughs> <laughs> how much is how much is a euro worth nowadays? It must be nearly two pound. <laughs> I have no idea, man. <laughs> Actually, I can tell you right now because I've got the chart up right in front of me. It's 1.1. <clears throat> Bitcoin. <laughs> like, oh, I actually have that. So like, I've got the truth in charts. So, yeah, the, the, oh, the pound euro was 1.1054, actually. 
Should we talk about Adam and his Alan and his uh, Bitcoin uh, craze? So where did all this originate, and and what can on just, earth? Can I, just, can, I, can I just correct you? It's not Alan and his a Bitcoin, Bitcoin phrase. <laughs> for the record, and for full transparency, I don't own any Bitcoin. I never have. Well, technically, I have because you have you, to buy it to get access to other cryptos. Yes. You want to talk about that, dear? That's boring. I want to talk about you. You see. I want to talk about it. <laughs> That's sarcasm at play right there. I'm going to finish for that. I'm the mo- most boring guy this side of Baltic Sea, man. Really? No, I, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe that at all. So one thing I did notice you see is that you've got um, a BMW Z3, red one. So Alan, about your Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing yeah. that confused me was... Is it's very cold where you live, but yet you have a convertible car. Indeed, indeed. But the car stays, you know, in good condition when you when you drive it two two hours a year. You know, uh, there is <laughs> there is a plus side to that. <laughs> oh, and you probably saw the picture. Those during those two hours, I actually managed to left the roof open uh, and go for a long lunch, and I came back and it had rained. It's oh. it's not a great car around here. I I tell you right now. <laughs> I've done that before where I've, um, I bought my first convertible back in 2004, 2005. And it was the Saab, uh, 93, oh, nice. I believe. Yeah. Didn't realize, works. didn't realize you're an arch- architect, Alan. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> architect's car, but it was amazing. It was, it was like, you know, really nice, just big spacious. And, and it was, it wasn't very fast and it would just guzzle fuel. You know, like, there was no tomorrow. <laughs> it wasn't very economical, but the very first day I bought it and I drove around for like hours on end with the roof down there, <laughs> playing my music really loud. Back then it was the Backstreet Boys, right? Or something like that. Can't even know again. No. I don't want to know just just for the listeners, uh, was it uh, I want it that way or quit playing games with my heart? Uh, which one which one was it? Oh um yeah, or Backstreet's back. Oh, Backstreet's back. yes, got a right riff in the background. Anyway, long story short, I uh, parked back at the Didn't house. Didn't get led. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, probably. Uh, long story short, is it rained, and I uh, left the roof down, and it it proper rained. And the first thing I did was I rang up a girl who had a convertible, and I asked her, I said, "Oh my God, my convertible's soaked." <laughs> What do I do? What do I do? And she said, just let it dry. Oh, okay, yeah. Put the roof up as well. Oh, shit, yeah, I better do that. <laughs> I just stood there and watched the rain just pour into this convertible, brand new, yeah, leather and everything else. And I think I'd ruined my car. I think that's what I thought, but it, I hadn't. It was just, you know, the leather is just wet. You know, there's dickheads like me who, who were going to do this. And I think so I realized this. In fact, all manufacturers of convertibles realize that there's a dickhead like Alan who leaves the roof down and then uh, it's going to rain. So it, to be fair, it just dried out eventually. It didn't stink or anything like that. But uh, yeah, anyway, nice. back to you. <laughs> Speak, speaking of stinging cars, um, I went in my boot the other day. I've got a, a Volkswagen up, not convertible. Don't need to be too fast. Um, anyway, <laughs> In the in the back, it's got one of these, you know, the two level boots where you can lift like a like like a shelf out of it, and it's got more space. And I found a bag of mozzarella, you know, the soap mozzarella in water. It must have fallen out of one of the uh, one of the shopping bags. 
Uh, like probably about four months ago and the bag had disintegrated so I picked it up and it burst everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I would either throw it off. And honestly, I've spent probably about six hours in the past week trying to get the smell out of my car and it's been 30 plus degrees and it's absolutely disgusting. Just set the thing on fire, say it was an arson attack, claim claim back the insurance (laughs) money. It's a lease. Oh, just it's late and they didn't get gap insurance. It's the absolute worst. I um, just park it at Ryan's house. <laughs> you know I'll get burnt out in about 15 seconds. I can guarantee you. That's how they like. That's how they like the roads when it gets dark. They just burn out cars. True. Volkswagen. Oop. They'll have your wheels off quicker than a Formula One pit crew. I know how that feels, man. Like when my dog was a puppy. Um. He, like, he still is. He loves a good Sunday dinner. So I gave him like a full Sunday roast, beef, Yorkshire puddings, gravy, potato, the full lot, big massive bowl full. And then I decided I would take him for a walk, but I took him in the car to the beach. Um, oh, halfway to the beach, and he spewed all over my seats. <laughs> all over my seats, into the gear lever, into the handbrake, like literally oh. down the sides of the treads. And all I could smell for months was fucking gravy in my car. It's not a fan of cheese. Honestly, like every but the problem was because I have a Sunday dinner every week. You know, you're mixing it in the pan. I'm like, oh. Oh, wait, gravy is nice. like. And then three months later, deodorant. I managed to like a bit of oxo cube. <laughs> three months later, I managed to move the seats forward, and I I was cleaning underneath, and all of a sudden, I just found this mouldy piece of beef with a bit of carrot stuck on the top. I was, Oh, 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 no. it was do you eat, do you eat it? it's That's um, good to sniff. so this this happens um we had a loner dog when, when the dog was like really really small uh at my girlfriend's place we still then lived separately uh she she had uh, like three and a half millimeter jack uh you know the audio jack uh connected to active speakers like really loud act or good, good loud active speakers and of course like the cable was just there uh we left the dog there for the day uh went to work and then the dog had gotten like really scared because uh, because he was young and and uh pulled at the place but he had pulled right on the audio jack of the cable and you know what happens the speakers start making like awful lot of noise constantly. <laughs> I don't know if the poor has so much energy or something. Come home, huge boom from the speakers, and the dog is like so scared under the bed. I felt so bad for him. Anyway, the, the lesson like is: <laughs> le- lesson is don't poo on a three and a half millimeter jack unless you really have to. Okay? <laughs> I haven't been told that in years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's the story of when you see invented dubstep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we were like, is that Scooter playing? Yeah. What is the music in Finland anyway? What is it? Is it, is it kind of Scooter and, you know, happy hardcore or is it a little bit more mellow? Gals House. Um, just for the record, no one has listened to Scooter anywhere <laughs> in 20 years. Uh, that's good. It was awesome. You see, have you have you never been have you never been tempted by like a Tesla or something like that? 
Me? Yeah, all, all the time. My brother has one, and and I hate him for various reasons. But but for that <laughs> as well. No, no, I I love him, but uh, but I hate him because he has a Tesla. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. But then, so so the way I see it is, uh, they're great cars, but I can't afford one because the uh, value of electric cars is still declining really quickly uh, once you once you purchase one. So I was just actually looking at like. Uh, this kind of quiet, nice, comfy car, and Tesla would have been right up there. But um, because of the, like, if you buy a new Tesla now, I'm afraid I will lose a lot of money. So instead, mm. I did the wise thing and bought, paid a boatload of money for a 1992 Mercedes 500e, which is nice. like <laughs> the everybody opposite. in the world would consider that an <laughs> awful car. So it's the one where you like put one one Lego piece and then you put a smaller Lego piece on top of the uh, you know the first one and yeah. and that's the design of the car. Ah, it looks great. Get it out of the factory quickly now. Is what they say in Stuttgart when when it was you know done. Isn't that the same car that every single African dictator has also driven? <laughs> Yes, it is exactly the same thing, <laughs> and and it is black in color, and and you, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, like really wavy, and and nobody <laughs> wants to drive it, and Both. that's that's exactly the one. So you go to Somalia for all the spare parts and things, do? You? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, warlord, <laughs> throw me some parts, will you? <laughs> uh, yes, this Mercedes here, one dictator owner, um, was. <laughs> Pretty shot at twelve times. Reply to my email. Reply to my email. IED planted twice, but never went off. Uh, you can't just ring up a warlord and say, "Can you send me parts?" Because it couldn't parts. Yeah, exactly. Do you want fingers or or legs? <laughs> Sorry, Christian. <laughs> it's like um, well, you're gonna have to do a lot in purse. It's like, oh yeah, Marvis, fantastic. We're finished. Let's bring it back around then, back to UC. Um, to yeah. UC, you're very famous for um, your previous role, if I'm going to uh, <clears throat> talk about Echohow. Echohow being the product, Wi-Fi survey tool and everything else. And um, I've got to compliment you on you being you. And we've said this before on previous podcasts that you, I feel, drove Echohow to where they were. Now, you'd probably have a different opinion to say that, you know, it's the team effort. Um, there's a great product. Uh, product team like Miko that runs that and all the other guys like Timo and everyone else that you know developing it behind the scenes and not necessarily the public face but you yourself being the public face attending conferences mingling and and kind of getting down and talking to the engineers and, and creating a master's program in order to get the good feedback to make the product as, as good as it is today the market leader um, I've got to say mate I think you've been tremendous at that and thank you for everything that you did to bring the product to Thank you for the kind words, but yeah, indeed, it was it was a team effort, and uh, it was a fantastic team, man. I, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Hats off, hats off and, to those guys. And, and obviously, you know, now that you've left, you've been gone nine months, which I didn't realize it was been nine months already when you said it earlier. It's actually almost a year since almost I left. A year Echo, already. I think. Wow. Yeah. So, in terms of kind of, you know, I'm sure you keep in contact with the guys, and and 
I'm, I'm sure that there's the conversations and whatnot about how things are and, and what's going on and everything else. Cause you don't just leave something that you've been there for like, God knows what, how long were you there? Like how nine plus years, maybe Like 15 years. It was oh, two okay, skins. Then. So, so <laughs> like, 15, I don't know, nine, no. nine plus six or something like that was my sentence. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's, so, so you were there a hell of a long time and you were pretty much there at the very beginning, I, I guess, in terms of, yeah, yeah. you know, from an infancy and molding it into this kind of, adolescence it kind of is kind of becoming at the minute so so i guess the question i have there's, a, there's going to be a lot of questions right so but one of the first questions i want to ask you is not that question just yet the question i, I want to ask you is what is what is your opinion about the way things are with Ekahau and the way they are kind of um kind of going um licensing issues how do you feel when you see things start to i guess wilt and crumble or, or show cracks and things do you, do you kind of sit there and go ah oh, for god's sake you know don't undo all the hard work that i've done over the years because you've been tremendously hard working do you kind of sit back and think oh, bollocks to it, it's nothing to do with me anymore what's your thoughts on kind of what i've just said in terms of i guess what echo house kind of being perceived and what they're doing at the moment do you think so um let me first uh, throw that back <laughs> to you guys well how do you see things going and and what kind of change have you have you seen? How long you got? No, 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 no. In, in all honesty, it's gonna be a late night. We, we we have been very vocal on the first episode plus all of them since about this. I think. I think I think we've been the most vocal out of most people. If I'm honest. Oh yeah, yeah. The e coronavirus episode. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think the the word my wife and uh, no, my wife would no. I can't even say that. <laughs> disappointing. Disappointing. <laughs> disappointing. Is she uh, is she describing you or Ekahal there? <laughs> yeah, that, that was a joke that I realized what I, was I think Ekahal is still the market leader and it is the best product on the market. And it's I still think... the best. Yeah, I think there's, there's no way. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no way I'd move away to any of the others at the moment because they, they you know, they, they do their own thing uniquely, and I think there's a long way to go for the likes of that ally to catch up and everything else. Yeah. And that aside, for me, I see the biggest problem with with Echo right now is more to do with the way it's run as a business. I think it's, I don't think it's is there's limitations with the product, and there always were limitations with the product previously. You know, in terms of its limitation with the design aspect, but the surveying aspect, I think, with the sidekick, which is the kind of one of the things I guess you were heavily involved with, that was that was huge um, because it makes it so much simpler for um, us as engineers to kind of use one device without having so many dongles, um, having a, a you know a dedicated power source, that kind of stuff. It's built in Spectrum as well, which was also missing from the product. Well, I guess you had the Medikit product, but that's by the by. But um, for me, you know. The limitations aside, it was still uh, the, the best all-rounder that you could possibly have. And, you know, it took me years to kind of traverse to it. But when I did, it, three years ago, it was phenomenal. Now we're hearing the issues about licensing and, you know, the fact that the EU LAs, I guess, are not kind of friendlier than what they used to be. There seems to be more of a corporate approach to um, dealing with their customers and like it was the personal touch with yourself and everyone else kind of, you know, being the face of Eka, how there doesn't seem to be one anymore to is a degree. It, it, it feels to me like there's, it's a communication breakdown is one of the biggest oh, problems. Or an abuse you know, it, of market position. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, um, you know, as someone kind of relatively new coming into it, you know, I, I got Ekal just before you guys, you know, you you left and, and stuff changed and things like that. And 
um, it's still the best tool. It still does all the all the stuff that I need it to do. I think there's just for me, it feels like okay, they've introduced this brand new way of working with the sidekick, with the iPad, which is awesome stuff. But then they've kind of hamstrung it to their old licensing model of you need to have Ekahal Pro and upgrade it to a Connect license rather than saying, okay, well, not everyone needs to be an Ekahal Pro. You know, actually, you might only have one Ekahal Pro in your business, but you might have eight Ekahal Connect users because they're the people that are collecting the data, they're the people that are doing, but you only need one Ekahal Pro who's going to sit there and actually digest that data, make new designs out of that data. That, that for me is, is where it feels like just they've missed an opportunity, you know, to, to, to kind of take the new way of working that they've introduced through the sidekick and the iPad. Um, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's the main thing for me, I think. Like my junior engineers are never going to understand Ekal Pro, let alone be able to use it. Stop! You're working yourself up into a stupor here. Okay. <laughs> just, just no, take, a, take a breath. Take a breath. Christian, I'm, you as well. I'm not. Take a breath. I'm not going to start. <laughs> so, so, so you see, I, I, I guess just to kind of summarise everyone's feeling, we're not anti Ekal, okay? Not, not at all. all. I think it's just frustrations boiling through. But again, it's yeah, a case yeah. of emphasising the question is that when you kind of hear and see that the guys that you've you've been working so closely with over the years and you feel to yourself, you know, things seem to be kind of creaking a little bit at the Ekahal ship. How does that make you feel and, and, and kind of sitting from afar and watching it? Well, th there's, there's a few things here. First of all, it's a very fair question and I appreciate the, uh, the candid input. Uh, so for, for me, like I said already, when I left, it was like, I just, and by the way, it wasn't just me who left. Uh, I think it's been like countless people, uh, Jerry, Joel, and and so many you don't know. Uh, they all you, you don't you you don't see uh, here in the media. H however, having that said, uh, the Helsinki R and D team uh, hasn't suffered as as much of a loss nearly uh, as as, as uh, you know uh, others. And this is public information. You can see it from LinkedIn. But um, so so for me, I, I think it's uh, it was just such a hell of a ride. I, I feel really lucky, uh, you know, having worked with, you know, fantastic team, building something like totally new. Uh, it was, it was very, very, very exciting. And now, uh, you, you know, how do I feel when, you know, things are different? It's, it's other people's show to run now. Uh, not my circus, not my monkeys uh, is, is a Polish proverb uh, uh, that's actually printed on one of my shirts as well. So, so uh, it's just not my show to run. And when somebody, I, I think for me, like the acquisition was was something like, like that was like, okay, that's it. Now, now anything can happen and, and certainly has. And it's, it's their show to run, other people's show to run and they paid money for it and, and it's there to you know do do whatever they please and and for me like i'm sitting far enough like if you look at mist and what's what's going what's happening there and and the team at mist i'm i'm like um i wasn't actually suppo supposed to go like i wasn't going to go anywhere uh after ekahal for for a while i was just yeah you know, i'll lay down and do my own see if my own things work and blah 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 but that never happened but uh, sitting at mist i'm 
I'm a bit too busy, I think, to to start like kind of head scratching and and thinking about the whole uh, situation at Ekahau too much. Uh, gr- however, granted, that happens uh, when we communicate with uh, the current and previous Ekahau employees, which is fairly frequent. Uh, and then uh, I do see uh, the current employees as well. Plus, Mist has a good relationship with Ekahau, so so we do work with them on you know the antennas. We, you know, all this kind of stuff. So, uh, how how would I put this? I, I guess I'm just like Blase. I can see totally where the question comes from, but like if if I started to dwell in this kind of oh my you've, god, you've got, you've got I, wouldn't, new I would never do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it it just wouldn't lead me anywhere if I started like second guessing and, and thinking There's like no what would I have done in this situation or that, or that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of an unfair question and a bit of a shit one, but I'm but it, but it should no, be. No, no, it's, it's, it's actually <laughs> a really it's good just, question. But it's just, it was well, it was well worded. But I just wanted to kind of ask you the, you know, just get your opinion because like I say, you you, you were the number two guy there, weren't you? Eka how the VP of products or the behind Mika? Well, I mean, the organiz- organization chart really didn't, back then it didn't play uh, yeah. a role <laughs> at Ekahau anyway. So every, everybody did, you know, yeah. whatever uh, it took to make it successful. Yeah. But I guess where I'm coming from is with all the hard work that you've done, because you've done a tremendous amount of hard work and you've been the face of Ekahau. And, you know, I just thought I'd ask the question to kind of, for me, you know, from, from my perspective, if it was something I'd created and I can see you know the complaints and the issues being aired and podcasts on on podcasts on twitter in slack forums and so on and so forth i'd sit there and think to myself oh man was i right to leave so that leads me on to the next question was can you share or would you be willing to share one of your reasons why you decided after this time how was the right time to leave for you <laughs> how long do you have <laughs> Oh, we can we go usually go to like one, one, two, three a.m. in UK time. <laughs> <laughs> this would be another, another like right back at you. Like, what do you think? Uh, but, but without going into into that, it was just very, very different uh, from from what we had. Let me let me put it that way. It's it as as you said, it's a, it's a different thing now. We are going to dig further. Uh, you see, so it's either you tell <laughs> us now. Uh, I remember. So, so once I was doing my, my back garden out and uh, put some lovely topsoil down, and I spent ages <laughs> like raking, making it beautiful, topsoil was perfect. And I laid down some turf and I said, "Kids," I said to my wife, "You do not go on the lawn. Do not touch the lawn. That's my lawn. I love the lawn, right? And when it's ready, I will do the first cut." And one day, I got a phone call from my wife, and she said, uh, I, I, "I'm really, I'm really sorry. I've cut the back lawn." <laughs> and at that point, like my whole, my little world inside my head was destroyed. And that's, <laughs> I guess you can see where we're going with this. That's sort of where. Not particularly. <laughs> it's like you've, you've, you've grown a baby and then the baby turns into something you didn't expect. And when I got home and I saw the lawn, it was like uh, my lockdown haircut where the razor slipped off at the back and just. <laughs> <laughs> an absolute disaster and uh that's i guess from an outsider's perspective that's how we saw because when when you left Eckerhau, there was a bit of a shed of different people you know joel left um tons of people left jerry left well you see left first right 
Yeah. Oh, no, uh, no. Joel left first. Jo- Joel I, left, I left a week after Joel, and Jerry left a week after me. But you were the biggest deal. You were the biggest. You were the biggest shock of all. I think when you announced. Well, we, we're the public faces, so we get an on yeah. like like um, me personally, and anybody who's a public figure uh, gets an unfair amount of attention and an unfair amount of credit. Um, we we get that a lot with the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. You got you guys feel it more, more than anyone. But you know, it's it's like the the crown jewels of Wi-Fi. Everybody loved Ekahau, everybody loved the people in Ekahau and stuff like that, and they all left at the same time. And it was kind of like, you know, my wife cutting the lawn. I'm sorry if you listen to this, but I was absolutely heartbroken when my wife cut the lawn. And I'm sorry, that, man. Sorry for your loss, Christian. It's, it's all right. It's It survived, luckily. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was a struggle, but but you made it, man. But that, that's, that's, kind, that's, that's kind of a similar, I'd say a similar situation. It's not, is it? But everybody it's started not. leaving at a similar time. Everybody started leaving at a similar time, and everybody sat back and looked outside, and they went, oh, crap, what's going on? And... I think that's my perspective on on the shed of staff from Echohal back when it happened. And I don't I don't think things have properly recovered since everybody still uses it as a tool because it's the best, but in terms of relations with the with the community, it's completely broken down. And I know um the, the guys Stu, for example, does a great job and he's is is trying his best, but I think there's a lot of a lot of problems still that need solving. And I know I know you don't work for Echo anymore and you don't really have much there an opinion as well tough, probably not an opinion you see, you see you see joe jerry and all the other guys they're probably a, a tough act to follow let's be honest yeah because yeah, yeah. They're, they're good at what they do i mean you know you know you see being the face of it joe being a brilliant present uh, presenter mm-hmm. i don't know if anyone's seen some of his presentations at the wlpc but the guy is yeah fantastic he's, he's yeah, yeah. absolutely he's so energized and he's he just draws you in and you're just transfixed with him. And he is a brilliant orator. He's like Devin. He's, he's fantastic. Um, and, and Jerry as well is, is technically sound as, you know, to, to produce what he produces and he gets right in amongst the weeds and everything else. And I'm trying to think who else left. Um, Nick Turner. Oh, fucking hell. Nick Turner. Nick dragged his heels, didn't he? Let's be honest. Are you leaving Nick? Are you leaving Nick? Why are you leaving? Are you leaving Nick? Are you leaving? And then all of a sudden he's (laughs) Alan, don't forget about your boyfriend, Matt Wedden, who uh, came and went. went That's what happened, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) No one cares about Wedden, let's be honest. He was only there for five minutes. (laughs) Your bed. Go on, you see. I can see I can see you want to say something. No, no, no. But it's it's for like pe- people like you know J- Jerry and Joel and Nick. It's it's uh, they're brilliant and they're in 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 some ways they're also artists and and like like they choose the places that they they want to work at. Uh, the workplaces don't choose them. Uh, that's how I I see it. So, but Jerry didn't choose this. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> for for whatever reason. Jerry, so, so, so what do you miss? What do you miss? What do you miss? Oh, the people. Ekahau, yeah. Is it, is it the people that you miss? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, dude. So, uh, the people, and, and people in many suck? ways. <laughs> so, so, so I I cannot miss Ekahau people if I if I work with other brilliant people. It's, it's like mutually exclusive. I don't understand your AI, Alan. So we can talk about the mist culture as well. And I'd love to. Uh, I'm a huge fan of corporate 
culture in general and, and really interested in talking about it. But but at the, uh, I feel at Ekaha, like what, what, what was there is uh, because of the people that were there, the culture was like absolutely like so, something very, very unique. And, and uh, that's, that's exactly what I miss. Uh, but but the, having that said, I'm, for example, having lunch next week with the guys at Ekaha and we are in constant contact on, on WhatsApp and email and, and that kind of stuff. So, so uh, but definitely uh, the people is, is the number one thing. And the, maybe the number two thing, if I'm, if I'm being brutally honest, is, is uh, working uh, very extensively with product and product strategy and all that kind of stuff. Uh, at MIST, let's face it, California is 10 hours away right for me yeah. and it's it's uh, plus uh, like like i i play i i don't play in decisive roles at least uh like like uh th- there's other much more brilliant people running every, everything product but it's also like i can't work with the product also because like i'm too far away from california like i work with the product but not as much as i would love to to do because mm-hmm. because like i'm a, i'm a huge fan of of products, uh, so so those are the two things: working more with product and and the people at Ekaha. But uh, sorry for the long monologue. But I gotta say, when I joined Mist, uh, I have never seen like this kind of uh, from the absolute top down uh, cultural building. Like like and uh, at Ekaha, we didn't have written values that we really you know followed and stuff like that. Mist has that, and they follow those values uh, to the bone. So, so for example, uh, the all hands meetings at Mist are—they're just about people, and they're just about the values uh, that Mist has and stuff like that. And it's just a one and a half half hour talk show uh, that has people in the you know in the center. It's it's crazy how how Mist has like so, such a different culture from Ekahau, but an absolute brilliant one. You know what I like about Mist. What I really like about Mist, from watching the seminar uh, webinars and from the, the the correspondence and everything else that they put out, I, I feel like I can relate to everyone who's on the team. Almost like if I it's ring because up, because you also know everyone who's on yeah, the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably true. Yeah, you know, it's it's like I could go for a beer with everyone, apart from Robert Boardman, because that's just a bad idea going for a drink. With him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Love you, Rob. But I guess. For me, even the guys that I don't know that I met for the first time through the webinar, even those guys, you know, they look cool. They look like they, they love their product. They're passionate about it and they want to make it work. And for me, everything about them I've related to, to a degree. Um, I found it kind of, you know, they, they just exuberant, you know, good vibes, I guess, is the, is the way. Mm-hmm. And to me, I don't know if that's just part of the whole missed philosophy and, and the, the, you know, the mantra there because everyone just seems to be recruited who's a good all-round guy and 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 I'll compliment you on recruiting Jake recently um Jake Snyder he's one of the best one of the nicest guys I've ever met and technically brilliant sound he's, guy he's an absolute brilliant, brilliant absolutely and I think when he left where I think I don't know if it was Pavel Span or CDO wherever he was beforehand but when I yeah well I spent yeah I mean, it was inevitable that he was going to go there because him and Ryan and Zima can pretty much do all sorts of stuff and turn their, turn their magic on the uh, Python mm. programming stuff. I mean, he was, he was genius. And it just seems to me that Mist just seems to be recruiting, uh, dare I say it, not superstars, but they do seem to be recruiting because Robert Borman's not a superstar, but they do seem to be recruiting. <laughs> um, Are you after uh, another job? <laughs> the the ally turned you down. Okay. So, yes, go and you say, we love you all. I'm fantastic. Yeah, so... so so, so just to uh, jump on that a little bit, but um, 
so so you said that people are relatable but wasn't it also like that and and for many people isn't it still uh, like that at Ekahau as well if you look at Mikko and all of that and I think the thing is like uh it's genuinity or whatever the word is in honesty in in English that people are let be themselves or what what's the word it's authenticity integrity and authenticity that's what uh, i think is the common denominator between mist and ekahau is they freaking i I almost said a bad word but they freaking let people be uh who they are and and like no nobody tells you you know what to think or how to act that's what i love about mist and they like they Took a, let's face it, they took a huge gamble with me. Like I'm a loose cannon, right? And and we didn't know they <laughs> they didn't have a position for me. Uh, it was just a chat with the CEO, and then Bob Friday got me drunk, and then there I was, you know, signing papers. So so <laughs> it's essentially, like there's no just job description, nothing. But but and and it's been catastrophic so far. But but it's still <laughs> here. I am. So so they they let people be themselves. Just look at Jake and Ryan. They're doing what exactly what they love. Boardman, same exact thing. Wes Purvis, same exact thing. So so it's that's just Stephen so, Cooper. You know, you name it. Matt Fowler. So, so to get a job with Mist, I just need to get someone drunk. No, you need <laughs> to be you need to be friendly, personable, integral. Right, oh, with integrity, authentic, <laughs> integral, and get people yeah. drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, and yeah. Pre- I think I tick all those boxes. Not work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, you say you can swear. Listen, Pasca. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean in Finnish? Shit. <laughs> oh, so Yussi's dog took the Pasca on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> on the three and a half mil jack. And it wasn't even my own dog. That's the worst. And uh, the owner doesn't know this story. So, Auntie Matti, if you're listening to this, I'm really, really sorry. And my will, wife will, will, by the way, kill me because she <laughs> said never tell it to Auntie Matti that his dog shat on the three and a half millimeter chat or uh, through a pasta <laughs> on a three three and a half millimeter audio chat. To be honest, you see, I don't think you've got any problems. We have like five listeners. Like, it's not going to happen, man. It's a small yeah, world, man. And four of them are here. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we're, so, well, listening figures are good. I've got, yeah, yeah. I've got I, a couple of questions. You see, <laughs> I've yes, got, doctor. I've got two. Just that we've been talking about. So oh, yeah. the first one you were talking about, you were talking about missed APs and the new stuff you're doing. What I did notice was on all the new APs, none of them had any of the IoT stuff, and I noticed that the AP43 that I have doesn't seem to have any it isn't using like those extra sensors you've got in there like the the altitude and all that like the tilt sensor and all that kind of thing it, it are you kind of i missed getting rid of that and not focusing on that anymore or is that only for your for your your high-end models the, i would say the latter for the most part so for example yeah, AP43 is the flagship model, so it has all the bells and whistles. And for example, if we take the IoT port, uh, that's that is in uh, use and that is in active production use at sites okay. as well. Nice. Uh, but but if you look at the uh, temperature sensor, humidity sensor, stuff like that, that's right. It's not uh, in the public API or stuff like that. Uh, so I think it's still like. Uh, 
at least I think there would need to be a strong uh, working use case that we can replicate uh, to, to, you know, make those happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the technical, diffi- you know, you know, nuances if there, there's, you know, things there, but uh, I just haven't seen, like, at least for me, for example, like humidity sensor or temperature, let's say temperature sensor, it makes sense, but there's some preconditions there. Like it makes sense for healthcare, uh, you know, blood bank, uh, you know, yeah. refrigerator thingies, but then it needs an external probe that you put into the, right. not there uh, in, in the actual freezer yeah. uh, and, and uh, you know, you know, all of that. So I don't know. Uh, I just haven't seen a ton of use cases at least even proposed where they would be like uh you know that would mandate us quickly doing something mist is a very uh like fast moving customer driven company so so if there's no uh, significant customer need for something even if the hardware is there uh yeah. y- you know we, we are not in a hurry to enable it in software have you heard of this company apple that also has some <laughs> hardware in their products for for yes. quite a while that they still haven't really uh, <laughs> used <laughs> ultra wideband <laughs> just, just i guess a related question about your access points ap43 um it's a 4 before are you looking at putting in an eight by eight or at least vendor matching with like Cisco? Because I have this conversation with people all the time. I say it's like missed. The software is brilliant. The access points are brilliant. It's, you know, it was founded by ex Cisco guys who know the hardware, who know wireless. And then the look at the models of access points at the moment. And, you know, the top of the range on AP 43 is a four by four. And I, I you know, I think Cisco, they, they do an eight by eight and they can split it between two, five gig radios but I don't think anyone can actually use the eight spatial streams yet. Are you are you developing an access point that can cater for that, or are you obviously with eight hundred two eleven AX? It's still quite immature. Are you are you moving towards that model or that hardware set? Well, if I commented on a hardware roadmap publicly as the first person, I would probably get fired. Secondly. <laughs> uh, uh so 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 we don't want that um, we don't want that you see so just, just bend the match <laughs> so 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 here's here's my personal take how about that uh Good. the whole eight by eight discussion like like you said it's it's not really practically in in use uh so that it would benefit i i haven't seen it in beneficial use anywhere so, i would rather have a you know a really good four by four AP than, um, I, and I can see that on a data sheet and on a website, the, the gigabits per second uh, value <laughs> is greater. And I can also understand that eight is more than four. And, and I, I can also understand that many RFPs can then be written for certain companies and, and yeah, rule definitely. out stuff. But then again, uh, you know, I don't think that's the right way to go uh, follow, following, you know, those numbers. Uh, it's a good answer. Great answer. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was just—I was just going to say a lot of the early Cisco access points were vendor matching. You know, Aruba Pot brought out one, and it did these features. So Cisco brought another one. It's probably the end of life. It will be end of life pretty much in the next few months or weeks. I don't know the Cisco roadmap either. Um, and you seem to have stuck with four by four with four spatial streams as your top end, and. The only use case I can see is where you're doing the dual five gig radios, which I don't think you guys do yet. You probably we have do, it on your own. We map. do dual five do. gig. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I or turn that on it, yet. for your 43, for example. Yeah, yeah. I ain't turned that on yet. I need to do that. Never mind. I'll, I'll, be, um, I'll, be, back, I'll, I'll be back shortly. Gigs running. <laughs> I've got dual five gig running on my 43. So how, does, how does one get set up with Mist? So I work for a billion dollar company. And uh, mm. it, <laughs> well, you you know how, like, if you're Mick Jagger, you, you might get, you, you know, um, I've got the moves. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, you, you got <laughs> the moves. So, so Mick Jagger also gets, you know, free, free candy when he, when he needs that. So. What about hoodie? <laughs> you give Mick Jagger, you're pushing his points. <laughs> What is this like? <laughs> like the price is right? Am I handing out free stuff left and right? I want a hoodie. What? I want a rocket to work and go. Hey lads, I've got a deal with me sorted out. Look at this hoodie I'm wearing. <laughs> right. What is Mick Jagger doing with access points? What's he doing with them? <laughs> How many has he got? What are you? Look at me dance. <laughs> oh, I've got my IoT sensor. You so, I think. Has any, has, I've got I've got one more question for you. See, has anyone else got another question, burning question yeah. before we go? I've got I just, I've, just, I've just put a question to him. I haven't had an answer yet. I've got a question. Mick Jagger wasn't a serious <laughs> answer. Okay, one one each. No, I got all, <laughs> the, all the time in the world. <laughs> what one hoodie each did you just say there? No, no, no. question. <laughs> <laughs> My question is. I'm. I miss the wireless banter show. Where's it gone? Oh, uh, <laughs> right. well, that's a rival. We don't want them yeah. to come back and take away all yeah, our, shit. our five viewers. What's well, I, have to, yeah, I, have to, I have to listen to this crap while we're recording it. I want to. I want to listen to something else while I'm driving. <laughs> That's such a good question, uh, and you, you know, I get bills from. Uh, I just got like some bill from WordPress.com about wireless <laughs> banter show. So, so apparently, it's still there. But uh, I think even the recordings have expired and stuff like that. And I, so, so the short stories we all got, we all just got too busy with our day jobs. Uh, uh, but there, mm. the, I, I, Nick has uh, a podcast called Hidden Node with uh, Joel so so uh, that's what uh, is, it, is it better did they not ask you then you see did they just what? do their own, did, did Joel just do his own thing and think I, I'm 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 not you all, know, in very all, good terms with those guys <laughs> all, you, all you see did we put an access button in a pinball machine it's like saying oh let's see what inside the WD-40 can looks like oh let's stick a nick in there oh it's shit Actually, I think what we how I recall the discussion uh, happening, or at least what I've thought is like, if there was like, if people had came, like you need to bring it back, like like you're doing now, but but we oh. it's been crickets to be honest. So so you know, uh, I I think we don't like Nick either. There's I guess there's always like. <laughs> Nick, Nick Nick wasn't part of the banner show. It was he it wasn't was Joel and uh, no, it was Joel. No, but Joel oh. still Nick still Joel, Joel didn't he? Oh yeah 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 that's. I think there's still room for uh, like a, you know, another wireless or or enterprise networking themed show. But somebody, somebody's just, uh, you know. Well, I thought Nordic Wi-Fi was a new thing that you'd started. Is that is that? Still no, that there? was just a a few episodes that we did. But we're doing another thing. I think in the fall time frame. Uh, I, I don't know if we'll have time to make make like that kind of branding for it. But we'll definitely do uh, do stuff in the fall as well. 
you, nice. you enjoy it though. You enjoy taking part and hosting these uh, shows, don't you? I hate it, man. I despise the shows. <laughs> Let me out of here. I'm trapped at mist, man. I hear voices in my head. Or was that just my headphones? There's <laughs> a cry for help, someone. I think we should answer right. it. We need to let this guy go. I've got one more question. <laughs> go on, go on, Ryan. Doctor? So, <clears throat> Dr. Yussi. Dr. Yussi. Dr. Dodds. After seeing you drinking from your cup and I've looked at your chair and I've also looked at your side cabinet there, how many fucking things do you have in your house from Ikea? We did this before you started. <laughs> how, how many Ikea things do I have? Was that the yeah. question? Yeah. It's a single shelf, man. He lives in a book. It's a yeah, daily bookshelf. Cup. That's his house. It's just like shelves. <laughs> <laughs> it like a shrink ray. I noticed your, your chair. Uh, 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 oh, that's Ikea-ish. true. That's true. And also the table uh, that's here. Uh, do you hear so the sound? Cool. Yeah. It's Ikea quality as well. Do you have, no, do you have Ikea meatballs in your cupboard? <laughs> I miss Ikea meatballs. You know, with a family card, it was like one pound for some Ikea meatballs. So Not anymore. Fucking coronavirus has ruined it. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you, Absolute man. nightmare. But, uh, but Ikea is, is actually a, a decently priced place for good uh, switching shelves and uh, decent meatballs. Their salmon is also excellent and it costs like three pounds, uh, you know, per dish or something like that. Not eating any but, fish. But Ryan, we don't, we don't have fancy furniture here in the Nordic countries. We have Ikea oh. and, you know, we put it in our caves. and there. My, my entire <laughs> office is Ikea. The desk, the shelf. He's I've got a lack rack. Three things there. The lack rack. <laughs> All three Brilliant. things. The lack rack. Do you, do you have like a customized lack rack? Is that what you have? Like, like have yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah. Ryan's whole nice. house came flat packed. He built it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's falling apart. <laughs> Ryan yeah. has not got to the lack rack standards that I went to. I went to like a 19U lack rack kind of situation. Nice. And it even had its own, its own flat no, pack panel. It, it, it's getting there. So I've got the server, I've got wireless line controller, switch, and uh, ISR router as well. Yeah, yeah, getting That's there. Yeah. Yeah. I also have, by the way, IKEA, uh, these nine euro uh, standing lamps here, and uh, they, they do have Philips Hue in them. Uh, by the way, what's <laughs> the cool kids' choice these days for IoT lights? It's definitely Hue, not Hue. Is, is, it, yeah. is it Hue? Still? Yeah, it's got to be huge. They're, they're, all, they're all merging into one, though, aren't they? Because I had the... It's Hive. Is it Hive? Yeah, the Hive lights. And they ended up merging with Hue, and you can use them all from one platform, and then IKEA did the same. So I think it's it's like becoming a big... Yeah, the IKEA lights. 802.11. Huge, of, yeah. I, I did try the IKEA lights, and they do work, but it's a struggle. At least for me, it was a struggle to yeah. get them working. Like you need to yeah. go through hoops uh, to, to get them working. So I well, took, took them all out. And my, my house is pretty much all hive, except I unplugged the bridge because it were doing my head in. So now every time you turn on the light, it does a double blink. I got annoyed because like every time you turn all the lights on and you turned them off by your phone, 
and then you know they're a power cut or something like that. Everything just lit up. So you woke up in the like, fucking hell, it's three o'clock in the morning. And then, what's going <laughs> do on? Do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna come to your house and just cut the electricity and then no, put it I've back disabled on. it all. I thought I'll just de- I'll deal with a double flash. That, you know? that is far too funny. That is brilliant. But you know, any- coming to this podcast, I didn't expect <laughs> to be here at midnight <laughs> talking about IKEA furniture. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, anything just started, you see. It's not even ten o'clock. We haven't yeah. started recording yet, have we? <laughs> Ready? Three, two, okay, one. Okay, we'll start. We'll start it now. Play, play the play the music. Let me play. Uh, right. Has anyone got any more questions? Let's let's let him go. Didn't we get more questions from the from the listeners? I hear you have like an active base of like no. a couple of hundred thousand. Yeah, we did. We did, and we were clever enough to amalgamate them into this podcast so it was seamless so that you didn't yeah. even know there were voicemail messages very that, smart that's, that's how we, we, sp- get we, we haven't spoke nobody spoke a word you just, <laughs> just been recording voicemails and... yeah. oh wow that, that was smoothly uh you, you know integrated put together so we yeah, got our own ai it's called john <laughs> <laughs> dave dave AI. even the even the racism was recorded <laughs> What racism? What racism? <laughs> Marvis? racist against English butlers. <laughs> Marvis, right. they're called Jeeves, not Marvis. <laughs> oh, your butler yeah. might be called Jeeves, but mine wasn't. Right, you but see, Rob, Rob I want to say, I want to say thank you very much for coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. We could redo this next week if you want. <laughs> thank, thank you, for thank you so on. much for having me, gentlemen. Uh, much, oh, very, it's been a pleasure. It's been good to see you again. You too, guys. You too. Uh, it's yeah. not quite uh, live, is it? Uh, it's no, we're, we're broadcasting a... millions tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, the experience is not the same as face-to-face uh, seeing no. you guys. I, oh, no, no, no. I, I remember when I went to Cisco Live Barcelona 2019 and, and you weren't there. I'd speak to Nick. <laughs> <laughs> not that, not that you hold a grudge or anything, but but you know. The, the, the cheeky thing is, I've met him like six times. Around, who do you work for again? Oh, yeah, the biggest <laughs> bank in the country. Thank you, Nick. Thanks for remembering. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, there'll be a conference on soon, and um, we can get you over to the UK or Ooh. or catch up in Europe. That, that was my other question. Sorry, you see, oh? I just thought. So you had Ekhau Masters. No Are you making Mist Masters? M&Ms. Missed opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> that will be like for the uh, has-beens of the industry, right? <laughs> all the lonely hearts. Oh, all the lonely hearts. Me and Alan. Hello. Not married. <laughs> Missed opportunities. That's brilliant. That's got to be just right up there with RTFM. Let's be honest. <laughs> Did you come up with that UC, by the way? That's something oh, that you would... Uh, actually, absolutely not. Uh, so so we we already had WOW at that point, which was all outlining wizard. And we were thinking <laughs> of uh, like what we should name RTFM. And uh, I think, you know, you know, it ranged 
anywhere from at least one was cow like c-o-w it was meaning something or, or whatever so it would have been wow and cow but uh then our developer who actually developed the feature uh came out with rtfm when we pushed we pushed people <laughs> to send their you know acronyms and stuff like that and he came out with that that's and, good and then there was like a two second discussion between me and Nico, like can we use that <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Cool one. Love it. Well, you see. Cheers, buddy. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thanks, Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Thank you. Anytime. Above all, it was great seeing you guys. Uh, yes. I really hope to see you live. When are you coming to Finland? We've got a world tour. <laughs>